it you wanted me to reconcile myself to? I was born here almost 60 years ago. I'm not going to live another 60 years. You always told me it takes time. It's taken my father's time, my mother's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time, my nieces and my nephew's time. How much time do you want for your progress? Hmm. Hey, y'all. This is Liberated Love Notes, the podcast. Podcast on Living Corporate Network, hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections and affirmations for the culture. Y'all already know, Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of self-reflection, affirmation, and reimagining for us by us at the top there was the voice and conviction of our ancestor james baldwin i gotta say i appreciated the conviction in uncle jimmy's voice as he shares the absurdity of requests for more time Right. I think there's something to be said about, and I'm going to just name it wicked, right? The wicked asks for more time and patience that white institutions often expect of black people. You know what? If I'm being honest, it ain't always, if I'm keeping it all the way real, it ain't, it ain't always white institutions. But that's another love note for another day. Um, but on the heels of, of Juneteenth, right, I think this, this liberated love note and episode is, is timely. You know, when I think about Juneteenth with recognition of its historical significance, black folks, right, in, in Galveston, Texas, literally waited, y'all waited, were manipulated out of their inherent freedom. Freedom owed to them. You know, our ancestors, right? Freedom promised to them. Freedom that was taken away from them. Freedom delayed for three years, 89 years, if we want to make it retroactive. I imagine that does something to the psyche, to our psyche. Right. We talk about the body remembering. Right. I imagine that does something to our psyche, feeling as though we must always wait for change. You know, feeling as though we must be patient with our demands, feeling as though we must extend grace and honor what folks like to refer to as, you know, the journey. (laughs) I imagine it must it must, it must have done something to our psyche that we start to expect the, the bare minimum. That we not require or even expect much of a lot of these institutions because, quote unquote, change takes time. We experience this today, whether, and you know, I think about the systemic and structural level or legislative level, right? Whether it's delays in uh, legislation that center our inherent rights and needs and well-being, humanity, our protection, you know, delays in 
Stuff like the anti-lynching bills and voting rights bills and all the calls for reparations. The wiping out of student loan debt. Community oversights of police. We, we are asked to wait. To wait and be patient. I think about how this shows up in the workplace, y'all. We are told, <laughs> we hear this all the time, culture change takes time. You know, meanwhile, black folks are literally being microaggressed, macroaggressed, discriminated, right? All up and down the organization. Culture change takes time. We are told that leaders just aren't ready, right? Meanwhile, our being in humanity is compromised every time we log in or, you know, or swipe in come into the office we are told we can't fix everything all at once we're told we're doing our best we're told equity and justice work is a journey <laughs> it gets under my skin sometimes how journey has been weaponized right expectations around time has been weaponized we're told to be patient we are told well at least you got a job. And and that's draining, right? It's draining and it's low-key frightening. Like it's frightening because there seems to be a sense of urgency about everything else but the humanity and preservation and centering of black life. And so today, right, recognizing all of that as a it's very trifling reality. I just want to name and affirm that we are deserving of way more than requests for more time. Our time is sacred. Our time is sacred and our own. We don't have to feel bad about leveling up our expectations of the institutions we are part of or seek to join. Because our time is sacred and our own. We don't have to feel bad or even feel timid about holding leaders and institutions accountable. Our time in those spaces is sacred and our own. Right? Our time is sacred and our own. And we don't owe any more of it, any more of our time. As Uncle Jimmy said to anybody. And so that said, right, if you are a black person in a space where, you know, you are overwhelmed by the lack of progress, right? Uh, and it's beginning to take an emotional and physical and mental toll on you. I just want to affirm that it is absolutely okay for you to set up a boundary in service of yourself, Right? It is absolutely okay to remove yourself from situations and from people and from environments where you feel like they are not doing the work fast enough. Our time is sacred and our own. Furthermore, I think we really just need to, you know, interrupt, right? Narratives, right? We shouldn't, we shouldn't allow or suggest narratives that stigmatize setting boundaries. Like when we see our, our brothers and sisters and siblings setting boundaries and removing ourselves 
from environments that are not doing the work quick enough, we don't stigmatize that. We like it there. (laughs) We honor that. We affirm that, especially if you have the flexibility and privilege to do so. Right. I do want to name that it that it does. It is a privilege to do so. It shouldn't be, but it is. We don't have to stay in environments or feel bad for leaving environments because they don't serve our humanity and who we are. We ain't got to martyr. Right. We ain't got to be the martyr and stay in the thick of it just because our time is sacred and our own. And I get it. It's nuanced. Right. I feel like I have to overstate you know, uh, to be able to leave any situation that compromises who we are in our humanity should be a divine right. I, I want to overstate that. It should be a divine right. Capitalism and white supremacy and bills and all the things make it hella hard. It should be a divine right, though. It is our divine right to leave spaces that are toxic, to leave people that are toxic, to set up boundaries in between ourselves and spaces that do not serve us. Our time is sacred and our own. That being said, I do wanna I do wanna name that when I when I suggest that our time is sacred and our own, I'm also referring to that that in the meantime, that in the meantime time, recognizing that, you know, everybody can't can't jump ship immediately, right? And so maybe, maybe you ain't at the time that makes sense for you to jump ship whatever environment you're in. I think there is still something sacred about that in the meantime time, right? And so I just offer wonder, you know, how can you honor the sacredness? of your time in the meantime time in other ways how can you honor in the meantime maybe you can't jump ship how can you honor the sacredness of your time in other ways in the meantime in what ways can you tap into and what ways can i tap into sources of joy community right and what ways can i tap into can you tap into development and enrichment and what ways can you tap into those sources using that in the meantime time to serve you? Because that in the meantime time is just as sacred. Our time is sacred and our own. I got a liberated love note for that. And when I say liberated love note, y'all, you should know by now that Um, liberated love notes originated as an affirmation card and self-reflection deck really intended to expand our critical consciousness. And so if you listen and haven't gotten yours, by the way, please do so (laughs) over on the site. But anyway, I got a liberated love note that I'm a pull that gets at this that I want to affirm and leave y'all with as you head into the week. And it reads a little something like this. I am mindful enough to recognize that change takes time. However, I do not need to bear the burden of waiting. I'm going to read that again. I am mindful enough 
Like, we get it, right? I am mindful enough to recognize that change takes time. And I do not need to bear the burden of waiting. I do not feel compelled to stay in environments, nor do I feel bad for leaving environments that do not serve my humanity and who I am. I do not feel compelled to stay in environments, nor do I feel bad for leaving environments that do not serve my humanity and who I am. Mm. I hope y'all internalize that. I hope y'all feel that. I hope y'all go into this week knowing that our time, your time, is sacred and your own. Peace, y'all.